Welcome back to Tailboard Meetings with Jesus. This is Derek Britt. This is episode 44. We're going to continue our lessons on the commands of Christ. Today I want to take a look at be a house of prayer. Be a house of prayer. You know, corruption exists everywhere in this world. It even exists in the fire service. You know, now and then you hear about a department that has a corrupt individual. These stories oftentimes shake us to our very core and cause us maybe even to get angry or upset. Because fire departments are supposed to exist to help people and communities in need. And some people take advantage of the trust that has been given. And we usually call for some type of action or correction to be done. But do we have the same view in church today? Are we all there at church for the right reason? Or as some come with improper motives? Let's take a look at how Jesus viewed worship and what he wants from you and from me. As we look at this command of Christ, we need to be reminded that when he speaks of my house, as stated by Jesus, it refers to a place of worship. Jesus was at the temple when this story in Matthew 21 takes place. Today it is wherever Believers gather together for corporate worship. So we see the command in Matthew 21, 12 through 17. Then Jesus went to the temple of God and drove out all those who bought and sold in the temple. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. And he said to them, it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer. But you have made it a den of thieves. Then the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. But when the chief priest and the scribe saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children crying out in the temple, saying, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant and said to him, Do you hear what they're saying? And Jesus said to them, Yes, have you never read? Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have perfected praise. Then he left them, went out of the city to Bethany, and he lodged there. As Jesus went into the temple to worship, notice how he was met with folks who were selling animals and stuff for sacrifice. You know, Jesus is in the change business under the son of man's leadership the old ways of worship were getting ready to change to a brand new way and god is going to bring all nations into a right relationship with him if they will let him do so notice also this place is god's house it's not our house to develop our own rules as Christians and as firefighters and first responders, we are to obey the truths in the Bible and not rely on our own 
family or traditions. That is what got the Pharisees and the Sadducees in trouble with Jesus to start with. If we go deeper into this command, we see that the practice of selling animals for sacrifice purposes did not happen in the temple proper, but rather in the court of the Gentiles. This practice began to help those who traveled when they got to the temple, while the practice began with this good intent of those that traveled didn't have uh, the animals for sacrifices, they came to the temple, so it was started practice to help so they would have animals for sacrifice. While the practice began with good intent, it quickly turned into a business proposition, and the priest allowed it to continue. When Jesus turned over the tables, it was not an act of impulse, but rather a calculated plan to let those know in attendance that God no longer desired animal sacrifice. Only the Messiah could give a message like that, and everyone present most likely missed the point. The tables were back in business quickly as they were turned over, but Jesus made his point that day. Isaiah 56, 7. In this passage in the Old Testament, we learn how serious God is about prayer. Isaiah points to a day when God's house will be a house of prayer for all nations and not just the Jewish people. Jesus using the opportunity to turn the tables over in the court of the Gentiles is perhaps an indication of Isaiah's prophecy. The main point of Jesus' action was that God's house is to be a house of continual and unhindered worship and not for commercial purposes. Remember, Jesus has the authority to cleanse the temple because he is God. Without that authority, nothing would have changed. A new covenant was about to take place where all people would be invited to worship God. So how do we view church today? Have we maybe even almost commercialized it and its activities? Jesus came to Jerusalem as a king. He went to the temple because his kingdom is spiritual. His kingdom is not of this world but belongs to the, in the temple of God. We must learn to obey the truths of the Bible and ensure that our house of prayer is not inhabited with a den of thieves. Some people believe that we should never sell anything at church do you believe this is talking what this is talking about can we sell things in church today isaiah 56 7 says even them i will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer their burnt offering and sacrifices will be accepted on my altar for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. Mark eleven seventeen says, Then he taught, saying to them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. 1 Timothy 2, 8, I desire therefore that the men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. 2 Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will heal from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. As firefighters and first responders, we need to be carefully consider 
how we treat worship and ensure that we do not turn it to something that is not. In what ways do you need to worship Christ better? Why does Jesus put such a high standard on worship? Do you worship Him? Do you worship Him in your actions? In your words? Are you praying to Him? Are you seeking His face? Or are you just going through the motions? Today, take a spiritual checkup and look at your life. Where are you at today? It's never too late. There's always room to improve. And God's a God of grace and mercy and new chances. Today's a new day.